So, hey, in this episode, I'm going to talk all about simplifying your marketing message. When you simplify your marketing message, finding the right target market and allowing those individuals to make micro commitments with you is going to be just that much more easier. Let's cue the theme music and I'll see you inside of the episode. Back in 2015, I spent close to $30,000 to build me a online dating site. It was going to be what I considered to be a dream business. I remember spending the money, launching the business, but I had one big problem. And that one big problem is that I had no idea as to how to promote and or to market that business. A couple of years later, I ended up spending close to $80,000 on that project and made zero sales. But it wasn't until I learned some of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you today that I was able to launch a second business. And my second business was a lot more profitable in my first business. I had a sales process, I had a marketing process, and I also had a methodology to generate leads and to get clients. Via this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you that journey, some of my pitfalls, I'm also going to be sharing with you some of my wins. I am Vladimir Adonis, and welcome to the Vladimir Adonis Show. Hey, how's it going? So today is day number 17 inside of a 30-day video challenge. And the thing that I want to talk to you about today is just simplifying your marketing message because when you simplify your marketing message, you'll be able to attract people who don't understand some of the things that you are already putting out there. Man, I just got finished with having quote-unquote dinner. And my dinner essentially consists of um, some Ritz crackers, very appetizing, very great, very good stuff. And then in addition to that, I had myself some Jamaican rum cake. Now, I'm not a drinker. I don't I don't drink. I don't consume, um, you know, alcohol. However, after having that cake, it feels as though I was just consuming some alcohol. And even though I didn't consume any alcohol, there was just, just that much rum inside of that cake. And it was pretty good. So let me um let me revise that statement. So there is one type of alcohol that I do consume and I guess the way that I can compare it I can compare it to a um Bailey's, right? So Bailey's is um, you know is is an alcoholic drink that is served it's it's creamy, it's milky and that's an alcoholic drink that is served here um probably everywhere, right? In the liquor stores and, um, you know, ABC liquor, so on and so forth. So the chain type, type of, um, type of liquor stores, I've seen, I've seen that type of drink in there. Well, the, I call the Haitian version of that is called Kremas. So it's basically, it's some form of liquor and it's very creamy and it's very milk based. I was introduced to that type of a drink at a very early age and I, um, and I've embraced it. Ever since, even though you won't necessarily catch me drinking anything else, but if I go to a party and that drink is available, I will certainly be having myself some Quimas, which again is the um, I guess the American version or the the brand version of of Bailey's. So that's what I just had for dinner, and I feel as though I am, um, you know, I just consume some actual alcohol, even though I don't drink. All right, so. Basically, today, the thing that I want to talk about is I want to talk about just simplifying your marketing message because I found when we don't simplify our marketing message, we may not necessarily reach some of the individuals that we desire to reach. 
I remember working um, as a financial aid officer, helping students to um, receive federal financial aid so that that way they can go to school and that way they can go ahead and receive funding. And as with most jobs, sometimes there's acronyms and sometimes there's jargon that people who work within that organization understand. However, the clients may not necessarily, um, you know, understand. So I remember, you know, one of the funding types that students were eligible for um, back when I worked there was Pell. We could say, hey, student, you're eligible for Pell. This is one of the funding types that you're eligible for. Well, from an inside language standpoint, we knew what the word Pell meant. We knew that it meant free money that the student didn't have to pay back. But if I'm using them saying to the student, hey, you're eligible for a Pell and you're eligible for this, the student may not necessarily understand that. And that became very clear to me one day when a student walked into my office and the student walked into my office with a copy of their worksheet. So when we were when we were delivering the financial aid and when we were delivering the financial aid to students, we would give them a worksheet and that worksheet would give them a breakdown as to the type of financial aid that they were eligible for. So you have money that the student doesn't have to pay back and then you have money that the student does have to pay back. Well, um, the explanation of that worksheet, the way that we explain the information on that worksheet, we were we were using inside jargon. We were using um, phrases such as SS, um, SCOG, and that's an inside phrase, right? Uh, the student doesn't necessarily know what that means. We were using other phrases such as FSA. We were using other phrases such as PEL. And so when we were delivering this stuff to the student, we were using inside knowledge that the student wouldn't necessarily understand. And at some point later down the line, we had to change that worksheet so that that worksheet can spell out to the student exactly what does Pell mean. Pell grant means that it's free money that you do not have to pay back. What does subsidized loan mean? Subsidized loan mean that you're taking out a loan and it's interest-free up until this time. So we went back and we revised our worksheets to be able to spell out to the students precisely what it is that we were saying so that way that they understand it. You know, granted, you know, sometimes when we were delivering the information to the student, we were delivering it one-on-one, -on -one, but from a reference standpoint, sometimes the students need to go back and reference the information, and if we're not there to explain it to them, it needs to be as clear as, as possible. So we went back and we did that and the the clarity around the information made it just that much more easier for students to understand. And I was recently reminded of something very similar to that in my business. I was having a conversation with someone the other day and I kept using the word, hey, as part of the process, one of the things that I'm going to help you to do is I'm going to help you to set up a lead generation process. And the person just kept asking me, what is, um, you know, what is lead generation? The person was like, hey. This person told me, hey, I keep hearing this term, but I have no idea as to what lead generation means. So I had to take a step back and say, hey, you know what you know what lead generation is? Lead generation is kind of like if someone um, is kind of like someone who is interested in what it is that you do and has decided to go to your calendar and set up a time on your calendar to speak with you. They provided you with their name. They provided their email address and they decided to schedule a time on your calendar. So, you know, I had to take a step back and explain to that person what lead generation mean um, so that that way they can understand it. Another terminology I was using, I was using the terminology lead magnet. 
person said, hey, so what is a lead magnet? Basically, a lead magnet is, you know how you can create a five or seven minute video that um, that shares with your audience some valuable insight as to how they can solve a small problem. It can be showing them how to, um, you know, how to make a cake. It can be showing them how to do so many different things. That type of a content is a resource, it's a guide, it's information that's helpful to your target audience. And when you have information like that, you can ask people for their email address in exchange for that free resource, in exchange for that free guide. Granted, yes, they can go to YouTube and get it, but you can also make it be so that they provide you with their email address in exchange for that free resource and or in, in, in exchange for that free guide. And when I started to explain these different things to that individual, they understood the terminology just that much better. Sometimes, right, I'm very guilty of, uh, guilty of that. Sometimes we are speaking certain jargons and we are under the assumption that individuals that we're trying to attract to us understand what some of those things, some of those jargons mean. I challenge you to take a step back and to say, okay, based on some of the things that I am talking about when I'm trying to communicate and or convey messages to my audience, am I using a jargon only a more seasoned person will understand? Am I using more inside jargon? And if you are using more inside jargon, I challenge you to take a couple of different steps back and just try to explain it in a more simplified um, you know, process. Because when you can explain it in a more simplified process, what's going to happen is that the person will be like, oh, okay, I understand that. Oh, okay, I can relate to that. And when they understand that, and when you make it so that that way they can relate to it, what's going to happen is that uh, you're going to be able to connect with people that perhaps you haven't been able to connect with in the past and thereby allow those individuals to just come just that much closer um, you know, to you. So that's one of the things that I, um, you know, recently, again, I was having a conversation with someone the other day that I identified that I need to do differently. So I wanted to come on live and share with you that perhaps that's something that you need to do differently as well. You keep it simple. Yeah, Nika says simple and sweet. If you can keep it simple and sweet, that's ideal. Um, I'm going to do my best to work on that as well because obviously I haven't been doing um, you know the best job of doing so because I'm under the assumption, of course, everyone knows what a marketing funnel is. Of course, everyone knows what the automation process is and everyone knows what an upsell and all these other you know jargons and terminology that I'm using and whereby there could be people that's going through the circumstance but they just don't understand what it is that you are saying. So take a step back and um, explain it in as, um, in as lamest terms as possible. And my guess is when you do that, more people is going to make that small, take that small step and get that much closer to you. Again, I was just coming to you live with day number 17. <laughs> the word funnel <laughs> scares everyone. Yeah, because some people think, Anika, some people think the word funnel um, means funnel cake. You're right. The word funnel can be a scary word. So then it's just a matter of finding a different way to explain what is a, um, you know, what is a funnel? Um, you know, what is a funnel? Funnel is basically just a series of steps that someone can go through in order to do business with you. Um, so yeah, you're right. So I think what I'm probably going to do, you just gave me, um, 
an idea for my next for my next live. Thank you, Anika. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to probably do make my next live be what is um, what is a funnel? What is a marketing funnel? And um, to try to explain it in as lamest terms as possible. Translate in plain English. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Translating in plain English is, is definitely is definitely hard. So that is what I will be doing um, next. I'll be talking about um, marketing funnel and I'll be talking about it in plain English. I won't talk about it in Creole because I, I don't think my audience would understand it if I spoke about it in Creole. Um, although I'm of Haitian descent, although I was born in, um, you know, in Haiti, explaining some of this stuff in Creole can be a challenge for me. Yeah, I can explain some things, but not 100%, um, you know, everything. So I will certainly be um, having that live in English so that everyone understand it. And I will try to make it be as plain English as possible. That's it. That's all that I have. If you happen to be catching me via the replay, just hit pound replay. Let me know where you are tuning in from. And that's all I have for you today. Thanks for tuning in. And I will talk to you soon. Cheers. Do you currently have a marketing process or lead generation process or a sales process that's not fully optimized? And because it's not optimized, you're leaving sales on the table, you're leaving leads on the table, and you're just leaving a client and money on the table. What I would like to do is I would like to simply invite you to gain access to a free training that's going to help you to optimize your marketing process. In order to gain access to that free training, you simply need to go to vladmarketing.com to be able to gain access to that free training. VLAD marketing.com. Gain access to that free training now and start optimizing your marketing process.